Hey, it's your host, Brittany, and welcome to the Mom Sweat Sanity Podcast, where we talk all things life, health, fitness, kids, relationships, you name it, nothing is off the table. A little bit of just me and a whole lot of knowledgeable guests. So throw on your Lulus to run or to mom, grab yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and join us as we unpack life's pressing topics and learn a little bit more of the who, what, whys of it all. Or at the very least, get real, share some wisdom, and grab practical tips to help in our daily lives. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. Today I sat down with Aaron Yakabuski. Aaron is a coach, mentor, speaker, jack of all trades. She and her sister also run a fitness group and mentorship group, the Sisterhood Fitness. So we dove into all things goal setting, finding tools and tricks to ensure that you can propel yourself to the next level and make sure that you're always making time for yourself in the meantime. So enjoy. Okay, everyone. Well, again, we are here today with Erin, and I am so excited to dive deep into some conversations with her. I am going to just let Erin take it away and give us a little bit of a who are you and a brief overview of who you are, Erin. Awesome, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Erin. I live in Ottawa, Ontario. I have two kids, Whitney and Weston, who are nine and seven. Up until just about three weeks ago, I was an HR manager for the federal government. I worked for National Defense for 15 years in human resources. My kids are both in rink sports, so we're often at the rink. But just this past summer, we actually bought our own lake house, so we now kind of live the like city life and cottage life part-time. And I'm a health and wellness coach, so this is now my full-time gig and I'm really excited about it. Oh, so exciting. Congratulations on the Thank you. newfound retirement and newfound full-time, I guess, career path. That's so exciting. Entrepreneurship. It's a scary, exciting leap, right? Like I knew it was time. I knew it was something that I had to do. It doesn't make it easy. And even though it's exciting, it's still scary for sure. Absolutely. So you mentioned that you obviously were working prior. So what made you begin your journey in the coaching and mentorship world? Yeah, I started honestly about two and a half years ago now. I didn't think it was something that I was ever going to do. It wasn't the path I thought I would ever take. I was always kind of that straight and narrow cubicle life, working up the ranks. I knew that I would be in leadership role. I knew I would be an executive. I knew I would be in, you know, pencil skirts and jackets all day long. And I I never really saw outside of that. My sisters and I were all doing a a fitness workout program and it totally changed my life. I, for the first time since having kids, I felt, found myself taking time for myself. I found myself like pouring back into me and really rediscovering myself instead of like that daily grind of work, home, kids, bath, bed, repeat. I felt like I was on like that hamster wheel, you know? So taking some time for me every morning, it really allowed myself to really start looking inward again and start thinking more about like what I truly wanted in life. And I felt drawn to it. At the end of the day, I couldn't deny that it was something I really wanted to do, despite how scared I was to try something coldly outside the box. The end of the day, I couldn't deny it. And I ultimately took a leap and started helping some other friends and family with their own health and wellness. One of my close girlfriends lost over 70 pounds. My mom's friend lost over hundred pounds. And it was wow. just like the person, person after the next, like it just, I kept having massive impact on their life and it felt powerful and incredible and amazing to help other women. And it was like, I fell into my purpose in life. You know, I think I could have stayed at the government in my cubicle, excelling in that role forever, but I never would have found the fulfillment and passion and like impact that I do 
in coaching and mentoring. Never. Oh my gosh. And that's such an important thing. And to be able to find that in life and really lean into that and be able to do that, I think is just like, oh yeah, to be able to find that is just an amazing it's lucky for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And all that you're able to give everyone else along the way, but then fulfill yourself at the same time. Wow. Totally. It takes that leap of faith though, right? Doing something that has that great of a reward takes that leap of faith. And at the beginning, I really was intimidated by the out of the box experience or the out of box kind of compensation type role. It scared me and I was intimidated. And as somebody who has always been like a perfectionist and somebody who's always really excelled in kind of formal environments, I was like, oh God, this is like, this isn't my reputation. What are people going to think of me? What are people at work going to think? Like you really get in your head about all of the, the thoughts and comments and opinions, right? So it takes that courage, leap of faith. Yeah. 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 It takes that courage to do something that's unexpected to have an unexpected life, right? For sure. And, you know, we're stagnant if we don't move forward and being able to really follow that passion and the calling of the heart, I think is something that we all want to do. And so many of us are often scared to take that next step to better our lives, possibly, you know, most likely in the end, if something is really sitting in our gut, trusting that gut is such a huge thing. You have to, you have to like, life is so short. Life is so short. And unless you are chasing after the things that make you excited about life or those whispers in your heart of this is what you're meant to do. This is the passion you're supposed to follow. The life will pass you by and you'll absolutely miss out on the exciting and thrilling parts of your life. hundred um, percent. Take that courage. Yeah. So was there a certain box that you were waiting to check to know that, okay, I am here and it is time for me to say goodbye to this job that I've been in for so many years to now really take this leap of faith and take my entrepreneurship to the next level? I wouldn't say there was a box. To me, it ultimately got to the point where I couldn't do both well. I really couldn't anymore. I was so infatuated with my role as a coach. I was so in like invested in it that I found myself not doing as well in my day job. I wasn't as committed. I wasn't pushing the envelope there. I wasn't thinking of new innovative ways to move our business forward at work. I wasn't as the president of a manager. I was like, my heart wasn't in it anymore. And for me, it just felt uncomfortable going into work every day when I knew my passion and my heart wasn't there anymore. So COVID over the year of trying to balance all the things, two full-time jobs, kids at home and everything. At one point it was like, I just, I couldn't do it all anymore. I just knew I had to go all in on one thing. Mm -hmm. Well said. I think that COVID has allotted so many different aha moments for so many as well. And to be able to like really rein in on what is actually truly important and what lights that fire inside of us, be it a career, be it the family, whatever, right? Anything and everything, but being able to really take that step back and reevaluate is so huge. I feel like this year has been like an awakening for a lot of people, like truly looking back on the year and reflecting, okay, what really matters to me? What do I want my life to look like? What am I here for? What really is my purpose? It's like, we all got this grand gift of being able to sit back and look at our lives and see, okay, what do we, I've got time now. What do I actually want to do with it? Right? Like, I really feel like it was like a rebalancing awakening. It's been a gift. Like as hard as it was, it's been a gift. (laughs) We all wish for more time. We all wish for that slowdown, especially when we're living in the chaotic worlds with kids, right? And the runaround and the driving. And by the end of the day, we're like, oh my God, how did I get through that day? We were allotted this time of like, 
family time. And as much as some days I'm sure you could relate, like I wanted to like kill my kids. <laughs> the, the, struggles the, overall, yeah, the overall of that is just like the relationships that we are forming and the impact that we are able to now have on them because we spent this time with them is something that we never got with our parents. The, the world never stopped for anything. Totally. Never, never, not at all. Like my mom was a hardworking woman. She worked two jobs as well. Like it was a go, go, go. And our life at home up until now has always been go, go, go crash at the end of the night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally relate to that. Totally. So recently you completed doing a vision casting session. I love that. I am definitely a vision caster. I love my vision boards and all of this. So it really spoke to me. I would love to hear if there are like three or so points that you can offer to us wanting to unstick themselves from, you know, the current thoughts and the current situation that we're sitting so that we can open our doors and move forward into a new future. Yeah. Yeah. Vision casting is big for me too. It's something that I do on the regular and I'm a big person who likes to visualize and manifest. I truly believe that the lake house came because of our visualizing and manifesting and like bringing those things into our life. My first tip would be to get super clear on what you actually want. I think for so much of us, women, moms, especially we're just givers, right? We think about everybody else, what my, what my kids want, what my husband likes to do, what everybody else likes to have for dinner where everybody else likes to go on vacation. Like we just think about everybody else before we think of ourselves. It's like this just innate default. I think that women need sometimes permission to say, okay, no, but what do you want for your life? Like, where do you want your life to go? Where do you want your life to be five years from now? What do you want your life to look like? Where do you want to be living? Who do you want your friends to be? What do you want? How do you want to spend your day? Right. And unless you really take a step back and say, shit, what do I, what do I want for my life? Then like the day-to-day monotony is just going to roll by you. And all of a sudden, like I said, the days are long, the years are, are fast. Like all of a sudden your kids are going to be 10, 11, 12 off to university. And then what, like, what do you want for your life? Right? So get super clear on what you want. I think the second is like, give yourself permission to dream bigger. I truly saw like, I'd say from three to five years ago, I thought this was it was like, okay, I've got great kids, the hot husband, I've got a great job, it pays, you know, six figures, this is great, I'm in a leadership role, we take one vacation every single year, you know, like, that's life, this is, this is my life, it's not actually, like, in fact, I still have so much of more than half of my life left, you know, God willing, and I think that we need to sometimes give ourselves permission to say, you can have more, your life can, in fact, get better. And I think sometimes it's almost like we feel guilty, but like, you know, who am I to ask for more? I have all of these great things, but your life isn't over, right? Your life isn't over once you become a mom. Your life isn't over once you get that great job. In fact, it's just the next step to the next thing and giving yourself permission to dream for like shit, whatever that might be, wherever you want to go. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to live half your life, you know, in Florida. Maybe you want to fly first class all the time. Like I have no idea, but sometimes it's like, okay, you've gotten to this great point in your life. Now it's okay to dream for greater, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And then leaving that fear of judgment aside, just being able to lean into your own wishes and desires. Everyone is allowed to have that. Totally. The next one would be honestly is to write it down. I've written my vision out 
of what I want my life to be, what I'm working towards, where I want to be going. And I read it daily. This isn't like an exercise I do at the beginning of January and then review back on December 31st and be like, how'd I do? This is a day to day exercise of looking over my vision, keeping myself grounded and focused on where I want to go, working every single day a little bit more to where I'm going and like visualizing that future and manifesting it into life. I truly believe that your thoughts are your actions and your your actions are your future, right? So what you are reading and reminding yourself of every single day will help you to take the steps to actually get to where you want to go. Three years ago, I had said to my husband, I was like, I would love to live on the water. Imagine having our kids spend the summer on the water. And it was something that we just, I wrote down in my vision board and it was something I just started to talk about. And then all of a sudden we were looking at places and then all of a sudden we were going to look at places and we'd opened a savings account to start saving for the place. And like, all of a sudden you literally manifested into your life. But unless you give yourself permission to dream for something crazy and then write it down and actually takes actions to get there, then it doesn't happen. For sure. Bringing it all into alignment, not only in your mind. Now, I like that being able to start to speak about it, saying it out loud really holds the accountability there. It is something that you want, but you're telling someone else that dream. And sometimes that's scary. No, but putting word to it and putting it like, even just like putting it out in the universe is the first step. Mm -hmm. you know, and starting to like bring that back to you. And the more that you tell other people, the more they bring it up in conversation and the more it becomes part of something you're working towards. It's exciting. Are you a start today journal writer, Rachel Hollis, or is it a a different type of journal that you began? No, I am a huge Rachel Hollis fan. Huge. I think I'm on my fourth start today journal. I love the accountability of it. And just, you know, you know what to expect when you sit and you open it. But as you said, like just writing that same thing over and over again, and then actually seeing it manifest and being able to at the end of that, I did it being like, okay, now which one am I going to work on? It's pretty inspiring. Very cool. And now that I have kind of like four volumes going back to the first one is incredible. Like to see the development is powerful. For sure. So you're doing all of the things. How are you? You're now also obviously in your leadership and coaching. I know that you have a group, the sisterhood. Is that correct? Mm, That's right. Yes. So amazing. So I did see that you guys are within the company that you are within also top 10. Is that right? In Canada? Yes. Not in the, not in the company, but in Canada. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's been a labor of love. Honestly, my sister and I started it together and that was about two and a half years ago. And it really just started as a way to help support our friends and family in the same way that we've kind of supported each other of like that unconditional sisterhood kind of support. Right. So we'd have close friends and family join, and then the news kind of spread and their close friends and family joined. And all of a sudden now, like two and a half years later, we're over, I think like 1500 people. Um, It's really a beautiful space. What I love most is that a large majority of those women are now also coaches as well. So our, our true sisterhood community is really now essentially a coach community where we all continue to support other people and have kind of like smaller groups branching off of the sisterhood, which is really, really cool. So seeing your like one decision to start helping women impact and like kind of that ripple down effect to helping hundreds and thousands of other women too. It's very powerful. And I'm just so inspired by all 
the offerings and, and your Instagram and your quotes and like everything that you provide, it's just, it's so much more than just, you know, like a, here you go, follow this program. You are just like, you, you can tell that you are genuinely putting your heart and your love and your passion into it. It's just so inspiring. Thank you so much. You know, when you love to do it, it really is easy and natural to do it. The women in our community, it isn't, it isn't work when it's something that you're just so passionate about. It, it comes, the words come easily. It's easy to do it. And when you're doing it with other incredible, amazing women, you just all kind of feed off of each other's energy and it becomes something so fun to do. I feel like it's a real blessing for sure. So here you are coaching, leading a group of over 1500, running your household, your two kids, your hot husband. <laughs> <So> <laughs> how do you ensure that you're making time for you? I mean, it's no secret. If you follow me, it's my number one priority. I think that unless you make it a priority, unless you put yourself on your own priority list, then you just get forgotten. I think as women, it's easy for us to give and give and give and give and put everybody else first. And then at the end of the day, you're too tired to even take any time for yourself. So you just go to sleep. I wake up before the house every single morning. My son is also at early bird. So oftentimes he kind of sneaks in and finds me, but it's a conscious effort. I make every single day to take time for myself and put myself first before the rest of the chaos of the day starts. There's times where I'm too tired, but honestly, the thought of missing that time for myself makes me get up because I know that I'm a better mom for it. I'm more patient. I'm more centered. I'm calmer than when I just kind of get up and I'm frazzled and the day starting and all of a sudden you're right into the chaos, right? So taking that time, even if it's just for, you know, 10 minutes of reading that gratitude, Rachel Hollis's gratitude journal, and then doing a quick workout to like sweat off the stress, it pays off in dividends throughout the entire day. So for me, it is something that you have to prioritize. It's a decision you have to make for yourself to say, no, okay, I deserve this. I need this. I'm going to take it. Otherwise, it just simply doesn't happen. And I had way too many years of waking up frazzled and pissed off and (laughs) frustrated that my kids were interrupting my sleep and getting right into the day and then being like that angry mom all day. So I'm, I'm done with that. Yeah, Yeah. I hear that so much. They're always allotted their time and they get what they want. And then when you actually don't have that time, starting your day off, whether it is your morning routine or your evening routine for some other people, mine is my morning routine as well. I find I am such a better human being for it. (laughs) 100% in every way. Like I'm a better wife. I'm a better mom. I'm a better friend. I'm better at my job. I'm just like, I'm not as stressed. I'm not as stressed. For sure. So What has been your biggest hurdle as you began dreaming and living these new dreams again in terms of really leaning into this coaching? I mean, was it, you know, post kids finding your new fulfillment? Like, how do you even lean into all of this as a mom when so often we're told that like, that is our central focus and what we should always be doing? Yeah, I'd say, honestly, the biggest hurdle for me is mindset and limiting beliefs and other people's thoughts and comments and how they kind of get in your head and start to like plant seeds and then grow. And I think unless for me anyways, unless I make conscious effort to stop, recognize the seeds, recognize that they're growing, recognize that they're not my own thoughts, comments or truth, and really trying to pivot back to like being my own own person without the naysayers and thoughts and judgments and expectations, right? That's one of the hardest things I think anybody, we all struggle with in terms of like the pressures of mom life and the pressures of like all of the things. I think 
it ultimately is a decision that you have to make for yourself on what you want for your life to be. I know that my kids now, like when I first started taking time for myself, my kids were younger. They would sometimes join in. Sometimes they'd interrupt asking for food or snacks or toys or all the things and crying, all that. But ultimately they've grown up as I've grown through this process as well. And they've now watched, they've grown up and watched me taking time for myself every single morning. That to them is their normal. They wake up and they find me in the basement doing a workout or taking time for journaling or meditation. And they're just like, good morning. Like that is their norm. And I think however you create, whatever normal you create in your household for your, your spouse, your kids is what it's going to be. Like mom leads the pack. She really does. So if you are going to wake up stressed and frazzled and be stressed all day, then that creates the culture in your home. If you're going to wake up and take time for yourself and give back to you the way you're meant to be given back to, then that also creates the culture in your home and the expectations of how you are to be treated and other people are to be treated and how your kids are going to be raised to treat themselves too, right? It's such a powerful thought knowing that moms dictate the culture. So how you want the home to be is how you be you know, I just think lead by example, right? Like the kids are just such a monkey see monkey do. And when you're able to show them that it's okay to take time for yourself, that actually you should be taking time for yourself, that we are our first priority to be able to show up for everyone else. If we can't show up for ourselves, then really, it's just, as you said, like run amok. Like it's just nothing is going to happen. Well, anyways, (laughs) that's it. So leading by example, I wholeheartedly lean into that one. So You mentioned the sisterhood. So maybe if we can dive a little bit more into that as to how people can find you, what you offer, everything there. Yeah, Yeah. thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks. So the sisterhood, like I said, it's a community of women, a lot of working moms, also stay-at-home moms, but a lot of professional women. We have women who are in the military, women who are nurses, doctors, who are directors or executives, people who work in government, people who are teachers, all of the women. And we really come together in a place that is drama-free and no expectations. You come as you are in an effort to be your best and whoever that is for you, everybody else supports you. So it's a way of us to keep each other accountable and showing up for ourselves every single day. We also offer mentoring for new coaches. So like I said, a lot of our community is now this beautiful coaching community where there's other women who are also helping to inspire women in their life and taking time for themselves. So we mentor new coaches. We mentor coaches within their business and building an online virtual health and wellness business. And yeah, we partner with a company that offers fitness and nutrition programs and products. So like we're never the experts in program in that kind of programming and fitness and nutrition. I'd say we're more the experts in being your cheerleader and support accountability and leadership and being your best self. So you can find me at Aaron Yakabuski. It's Aaron with two N's and Yakabuski, just like it's spelled on Instagram or on Facebook. The Sisterhood Fitness also has its own IG account. So you can follow that as well. And I do that in partnership with my sister, Courtney Swissman. Oh, awesome. I will definitely link everything in the show notes so that everyone can find awesome. you and do a shout out on Instagram to follow this one as well. But that sounds so amazing. I think that having the accountability, having someone to like help you when you're struggling or not sure where to go next, or just to check in and make sure that you are in alignment with the goals that you are trying to hit, having that support, especially in a sisterhood, as you call it, with so many people that can probably relate on certain levels too, Mm -hmm. especially if you're a female group of 1500, I'm sure there's several moms in there. So, you know, so being able to have that support from that group sounds so amazing. It's incredible. And especially in this year, 
this day and age, it's everything, right? Everybody's at home, isolated, distant from friends and family, isolated from any sort of outlet. It's a way to really come together as community, to collaborate, to support one another when you're feeling maybe alone or lost in your own life or in your health and fitness. We do a lot of also like group workouts or group fitness things so that we can come together in Zoom and see each other and really cheer each other on and be supportive and just like taking time for you. I think women need that. Women need community, supportive community. And I think that right now there's this huge trend of women supporting women and it is incredible to see. And I'm so blessed to be a part of it where it's just like truly judgment-free, truly support and collaboration, not like secretly hoping somebody fails or secretly hoping that, you know, that yeah. you're, you know, as soon as they leave, you're going to say something bad about them. It's like nothing like that. It's truly come as you are in an effort to be your best. And we will cheer you on while you get there. And I'm so proud to be a part of it. Oh, sounds fantastic. And I think that in this season that we're all walking through right now with COVID and our world state and whatnot, just having that for mental health alone and knowing that you're not alone, even though currently we all feel quite alone and mm. isolated is just such a bonus, such a big thing. So much bigger than probably we are realizing right in this time and in this moment as we're walking through it. Totally. Totally. It'll be interesting to look back, you know, a few years from now and see, look at it from different lens, right? 100%. Yeah. So what is your next big goal that you're working on right now, Erin? I don't know. I really have just reshifted into full-time entrepreneur life. We have some big goals within the sisterhood. We have some big goals within our coach community that are really exciting. We're looking to get to a thousand sisterhood coaches. So we're about halfway there right now. And I'm, yeah. We've got big things coming and I'm just like, I just can't wait for the day where we can all get together in person again and cheers and celebrate and hug. And I think, I think everybody's missing that. Absolutely. Oh, well, thank you so much for taking the time here for me and for everyone listening. You had so many value added points and the three key points for the vision casting. I absolutely loved. So thank you for sharing everything with us. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate the invite so much. This was a lot of fun and it's my first podcast. So I'm excited to connect with you and yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I do too. I will be in touch when everything is all said and done, but yeah, look forward to following along on your journey and good luck for the 1000 coaches. Thank you so much. Thanks, Erin, so much. Have a great week. You too. Thank you so much for tuning in again today. I hope that you enjoyed our conversation with Aaron and that you were able to take some key points from today into all of your future casting for goals and future self. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it. See you next week. You can find me on Instagram at MomSweatSam.com.